If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? Leaking some photos. Oh, yeah. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's the original Pancake, a.k.a. the most adorable voice in podcast and radio, also known as AIM on the mic. What's poppin', everybody? What is poppin'? And before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, much like DJ Ames stated at the top of this podcast, we have some important information, or at least I do, some important information on stuff I feel like leaking to the public. And of course, is that a burrito? Is that a burrito with eyes? You say I spend my money on dumb things. That that is quite up there. But um, speaking of things we want to share to the public, DJ Aim, I gotta come clean. I have some juicy tidbits of information that might just switch things up for the well, gaming industry. If it's my news, please don't leak them. Those are only my my OnlyFans. So if you leak them, I'm losing money. Well, that might get shut down, so we don't really know. But well, but, shit. but a I'm new, out of job. Exactly. A new Nintendo Switch leak has accidentally revealed five new games coming to the Switch, Switch Lite, and the Switch OLED. These games, you might want to ask where are they coming from? These five Is games. No, surprisingly not. These five games are coming from video game developers Bethesda and ID Software. Now, you might ask yourself, where where have I heard Bethesda and ID Softworks? Well, hmm. let me tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. The company that owns those two video game developers happens to be... Microsoft, who owns Xbox. So what I'm basically saying is Xbox games are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, before we get into some weird realm of speculation, I'll tell you the five games. And it might not be all that it's cracked up to be, but hey, we got to make headlines somehow. The five rumored games at this point are coming from the Doom series, which is very popular. Very, very popular. And it's going to be in a bundle kind of thing, like the Super Mario All-Stars collection. And these games will include Doom, Doom 2, Doom 3, 2016's Doom Reboot, and Doom 64. Boom! 
A lot of doom for your boom or boom for your doom. I don't know which whatever way you want to do it. But in a weird type of technical loophole kind of thing, Xbox games are going to be on the Nintendo Switch. Now, I'm not 100% certain that this this whole thing is like confirmed as Xbox Nintendo's partnership. We did report on essentially what could be a way to play Xbox games on a Switch through the Xbox Game Pass app or anything like that. But it's interesting to kind of see these games appear on this console, a console that you really wouldn't expect. And now you can essentially take these games with you. Of course, that's the whole thing for the Switch. Well... You said these games that you want to play. Granted, Doom did come out in 64. So you give that as you will. And I'm excited. You know, I'm not a big fan of the new Dooms. I haven't played them yet. But um, I'm a big fan of Doom 64. I played that as much as possible as a kid. So hearing that is really brought a smile to my face. And I'm okay with that. And over the last couple episodes, I seemed like a Debbie Downer. Um, well, grow up, first of all. And second of all, I speak truth. And third of all, I can't wait for Doom 64 to play it. And I want it. Give it's, it to me. it's so good. And, you know, I'm saying to myself, could this be Xbox's way of getting into, like, the mobile game market without having to make their own console? I mean, I've said before, let's get an Xbox Game Pass app on the Switch. It's not essentially like putting your games on the platform, it's putting your app on there and then you can stream it through the cloud. That's a good point. And, you know, as a newer switch owner, I was, and I told you this, I believe if not, I'm telling you now, so you better listen. Um, I was upset knowing that you can't have like the Disney's plus or the HBO max or the Paranormal plus on the app on the switch. Cause it is a console at the end of the day. So I was upset to have that. And I saw a lot of games on the switch besides the staples are really like boring. Like the, they're like the indie games. So to have the Game Pass on this makes me like, oh, maybe I'll buy it. Because right now, Nintendo has something like that with the Switch, with the classic Super Nintendo and the NES. And I'm like, that's fun. That's cool. But I feel like there's like, one, they're missing a lot of more popular games that were out because N64 had 007 GoldenEye. Put that, release an N64 digitally like how you did with the NES and Super Nintendo, and I would be for it. Right now, I'm getting the Game Pass. For the Xbox, I'm okay with that. Hey, you know, Game Pass on the Switch might be a cool thing to have eventually down the line. I also want to point your attention to the Valve Steam Deck. That is essentially the direct competitor to the Switch. I think having any sort of firepower when it comes to games available on the console, especially when you can get the Valve Steam Deck and put any type of software on it, any type of game runner, like whatever you want to call it, it's important to have that firepower and it seems to be if Xbox and Nintendo have a working relationship, why not put game pass on your switch and have a merry day. Now for all that it's worth, the doom collection will be around, I think $50, which is kind of like a good price point for like three games, like three, four games, one, two, three, four, five games. Oh, that's a $10 a piece. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. It's not a bad deal. And especially doom is like a good series of games it doesn't really disappoint but you mentioned you know you want that n64 you want that emulator or like that virtual console on the switch you're cultured i'm cultured because they they have the super nintendo they have the nes which i'm okay with 
I could play the original Mario Kart. I could play the Mario World, which I'm actually having really fun with. It's great, but I want something that I grew up with, and I grew up with the N64, and I want that as a handheld, and I want it. Give it to me. Well, allow me to not satisfy... Yeah, but allow me to like satisfy part of an urge you have or that you mentioned because news broke this week on the Nate the Hate podcast. That was really weird. That, to say. That, that's not our podcast. Why that's not to, our podcast. Why, why, are you, why are you listening to other people's podcasts, Kev? Because I like to cite my sources here. Mm-mm. On this podcast, during a discussion on potential handheld consoles coming to the Switch as part of Nintendo Online, we're kind of getting a potentially the Game Boy Color and apparently more on the Switch. Now, Game Boy Color, what are we doing here? I don't know. But um, Switch Online currently has a library, much like what you said, 80 NES games and 50 SNES games. And this number kind of depends on the region you're in, also if service is available. So... What are your thoughts on Game Boy Color, like all those handheld Game Boy Advance, like coming to the Switch? Like it, it just seems like we're dancing around the N sixty four slash GameCube. It seems like they're just not, they're not about. Well, it. the GameCube came out in two thousand and two, so I feel like they're going in order of with, and I'm pretty sure the Game Boy Color, no, sorry, the Game Boy Advance came out around the N sixty four. But you know, that's not here or there, but. You see, you ha- you saw me had a smile on my face. Yes, and that is because I played the shit out of my Game Boy Color. The fact that my mom gave it to my cousins because she said I'm old enough, you don't need that. She's my mom's dead to me to this day. <laughs> but uh, don't tell her that because then I would probably get slapped inside of her head. But anyway, Game Boy Color, like, like I said, I played the shit ton of it. So like, if t- give me Fire Red Leaf Green, give me hot, give me Crystal uh, Gold, and well. Uh, Silver and so and silver, give me that because I played Crystal and Crystal didn't get remade. So if I could play that again, oh my fucking god, I will fucking buy it. I will get it. Give me that. I also play like these like the games that like were from the TV show. Like Hey Arnold had a Game Boy game that I got and I played. I also played Mega Man games on the Game Boy. I also played a Garfield game, which. For the life of me, was the worst game I could have ever played. But I kept playing it because I beat the all the, the all the game games I had at the time. And I'm like this, and I'm I was stubborn then. I'm stubborn now. You know how stubborn I am. I will not rest. I will not sleep. I will not eat until I beat this game. And that game got to me where I had to put it down. So if the Game Boy Colors is coming back, bring back that Garfield game. I am wiser. I am older. Maybe not that wise, but I want that game. On the Switch, so I can prove once and all that I can fucking feed Garfield some lasagna. But also, it's also kind of worth noting that the last time Game Boy games were available on a Nintendo system was the 3DS era through Virtual Console. Now, to say that we're going to be getting all three of those Pokemon games, even Red and Blue, potentially even Green, the aforementioned Green title, Leaf Green... I think that looking at the SNES Classic, all those other consoles that came out in mini form, they're not going to release the full library. They're going to take maybe 25 to 15 of those popular titles and put them out. 
to say that you're going to play your Garfield game, much to like your regret. I know you're very sad about it, but it just doesn't seem like we should expect a full library, let alone multiple Pokemon games. Give me Pokemon games. Give me. Oh, you know what? 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 I'm a reasonable man. I'll meet them in the middle ground. Give me the Jumi Neutron game. Okay. I respect that. Give me that. Give me that game. I also would like, and this is something you can do off Amazon. You can also avoid the warranty for your Switch, but the Joy-Cons, you can kind of take them apart and put that clear purple that was on the Game Boy Color that everyone seems to love, yet Nintendo decides to say, hey, we ain't putting that out for a Joy-Con. In order to celebrate the Game Boy Color, why don't we get those color Joy-Cons out there? Like, can we at least acknowledge that? Also, if I had to pick one game to kind of put out there, it's Leaf Green on the Game Boy Color. I want to see what that game's like. It's really weird. Like, it's it was only available in Japan. Like, it was very hard to get, very sought after now. So I want to play that, at least, nah, to see it, how I am. See, you've got to keep your expectations up. If I learn anything about Japan for my bizarre time spending there, because I have yet to go to Japan, um, is that Japan doesn't like giving us the good shit. They like to give us the okay shit, but they like to keep the great shit for themselves. Like, oh, Leaf Green, yeah, this is ours. You guys, you guys can see it. You guys can look at it. You guys can't touch it. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, nope, this is ours. This is our thing. You have your thing. You, you, you're already taking enough from us. You're freaking Westerners over here. Just keep it. There you go. And leave ours, our Easterners alone. I've never heard them described as Easterners, but hey, it's a first year. They, they are from the East Side. They're from. I'll take your word for it. You're a very cultured man. I am. I am. Thank you for finally admitting it on, on the podcast. Hey, I try. But um, for me, the Nintendo Switch getting all these different virtual consoles, potentially Game Pass for the Xbox side of things is huge, especially going, like I said earlier, going against the Valve Steam Deck. Huge. It's only because there isn't, there hasn't been a threat to the Switch. There really hasn't. Like, until the Valve Steam Deck was announced, there has not been a console, whether it be the Xbox Series X, whether it be the PlayStation 5, that can say, hey, you can play your games on your TV, but you can also take it with you. Xbox has worked that loophole with cloud gaming, but it's not a virtual console. It's not a virtual. It's not a physical console you can take with you. It just seems like if Switch and Nintendo's brand wants to keep up with the world around them, they might need to open their doors a little bit to other people. And we, we, we've seen in the past when Nintendo thinks when their game, because everyone knows the Switch outsold the PS4 and the Xbox, they won that war. And um, everyone knows that Nintendo, when they win the console wars, they get lazy. Except A, they won the console war when it was the Xbox 360, Wii, and PS3. Nintendo got lazy, and they released the Wii U, which was garbage. We don't talk about the Wii U. We don't talk about the Wii U. So now, like, I hope they're keeping on top of their shit. Apparently not, because we see the the next Nintendo Switch, which is Nintendo OCG, LMNOP, whatever. <laughs> um, they're getting lazy again. You saw how many people got upset just because it's a bigger uh, screen. You know, like, 
Use your fucking TV if you want a bigger screen. If you comp- Whoever complained about having a bigger screen should lose their voice and not... Comp- and when they ask, to, oh, give us your voice. What do you guys want? That person should not get it, first of all. And second, I, I and I think with the Steam Deck, with the Valve Steam Deck, Nintendo needs everything they have. They can't be throwing it out like how the OCLG, Elemental P thing... But something big like the Game Pass, like the Game Boy Color, and maybe if they do release the N sixty four, remember those controllers, the ones that you could see through it. Yeah. If they make it, if they make a Joy Con just like that, joystick. Were you not paying attention to what I was saying earlier? <laughs> oh, I was fifty fifty. Fifty fifty booking, but I don't know. It it's cool to kind of see them acknowledge prior generations because nintendo is very much adopting what i call the disney vault method where they take your game and seal it away for like 50 years and say you will not see nor hear of this game (laughs) until we say so and then it's like it's like we'll roll this thing out but i don't know for me i'm pumped for this i'm pumped for the prospect of the virtual console being available i might hop into a game of crystal and redo that game it just that was a golden era and it's for everybody our age everybody that is around during the times of the game boy game boy color like what you said that's all we played and it's all we enjoyed you know it was just so much fun and to see it potentially coming back in this form might drive me to buy a what they're calling a subscription to nintendo online or whatever they want to call it but um, before we get any further into this, I'd like to say thank you for joining us here on the Get Comfy Game Break. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday morning. We got the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday. And of course, the Get Comfy Podcast every Wednesday and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.